Tonight on Video Game Movie Anatomy, we're covering another Uva Bowl classic, In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale, starring Jason Statham. Was it as good as the critics said? We're going to talk about it right now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Video Game Movie Anatomy. Spoiler alert! No, it was not as good as the critics said, and the critics did not say it was very good. Welcome to the other episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am one of your hosts of the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. We are down 1P to the D's, which you can follow on Twitter at P to the D's. Uh, he is out on assignment, but joining me today is the other member of the wondrous VGMA team, and that's Stacey Shuttleworth. And I have this epic music kind of... Signing me in today. I've heard better stuff from a run fair. Is, well, this, is right, this a South Park song? This no, sound, this, this sounds, was the credit song, Stephen. This, this sounds like something sick. out of the South Park game. Oh no, it's majestic and wonderful. Only fit for a movie. I swore I heard Lemmy Winks. <laughs> you anyway. would think that. <laughs> I'm Stacy Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter as Stacy Shuttles, or you can find me on Twitter and all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. Where you are a nerd doing stuff. I am a nerd doing stuff. Excellent. Correct. Um, today, we are talking about In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale, which is based on the Dungeon Siege franchise. Uh, this movie came out in 2007, and it was directed by the infamous Uva Bowl. Our favorite. The reason we picked this, or the re- Patrick technically picks it, picked this, but he's w- way too busy of a human being, um, was the fact that it has a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. He did it to punish us. And he's not here to reap his own reward. Right? He just left us high and dry with this. He's a monster. This. So uh, if you aren't a follower of the Dungeon Siege franchise, or if you haven't seen this movie, I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this movie is about a man named Farmer who sets out to rescue his kidnapped wife and avenge the death of his son. Two acts committed by the Krugs, a race of animal warriors who are controlled by the evil Galleon. Oh, it gets better. Just follow along with us. Um, uh, don't. Any thoughts to start off the show? You know. General ideas. You know, normally I can figure out what exactly I thought was wrong with the movie mm-hmm. after a couple of days of thinking about it. I've had several days to kind of ruminate on this one, and I, I, I don't even know where to begin still. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not fun. I really uh, don't like, know. Like, I'll, I'll admit, Far Cry, <laughs> not good. But I knew why it wasn't good. But we could also enjoy it. There was something to yes. enjoy. The, this cast is full of amazing actors, but for some reason, nothing hit home. How did this happen? The dialogue was poor. The direction was even more poor. The order of the scenes was unbelievably yes. chaotic. The, there was there were a lot of quick scenes here and there to sort of feign like to to it. I think I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to get you interested in multiple threads at the same time, but you didn't have enough time to focus or care about this one thing before going to the next thing. Not even close. And we didn't even watch the full one. There is a director's cut. There's a two-hour cut of this movie. I'm sorry, a a one-hour and 27-minute cut. And then there's a director's cut at uh, 157 minutes. Not a fan of of either of those. And I can't imagine... Long enough. I, I... it felt so long. It took forever. No, like, I, I, I was a half an hour in, and I was like, oh, there's a, there's a lot of movie to go. We paused it about 22 minutes, and I could have sworn we'd been watching for at least an hour <laughs> at that point. I, I don't know how it happens. Oh, I do. Um, it, uh, th- they rush through the 
the the important parts, the the parts that are supposed to make us care about our main characters, just to get to Putty Patroller esque action. Oh, they just threw us in there. Yeah, nothing here. Just nothing fight, boomerang. Um, we'll get to the Still. boomerang. Um, but first, um, we're gonna do what we call a speed run. A speed run is where we give our box quote, our quick review, our lightning fast review. It's usually a definitive statement. Um, for instance, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script, but nails the spirit of the game. Street Fighter's costume designer was the only person who did their job on that film, actors and all. Stacy, do you have your speed run? I do. This is this is less of a speed run and more exactly what I need printed on any copy of this. If they're still exists. around. If they're still okay? around. Okay? So this is this is what just needs to be printed. The only thing on the box, aside from the title. In the name of the king, put this box down and walk away. That's it? Alright. That's it. I think it's the shortest speed run you've done. It is. <laughs> That's it. Alright, so so mine A Dungeon Siege Tale is a movie performed as if High school students. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're reading Shakespeare and had no idea what they were saying. There was no emotion behind most of this dialogue. And if there was any dialogue, or if there was any, any emotion, it was the wrong one. Yes. Or, or a completely different one. There's a, a wonderful segment on another podcast called Hollywood Babylon that is hosted by Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. They do uh, a segment called Shit That Should Not Be... No. They... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, crap, what is it called? Exquisite acting, where people point out parts from really good actors that do really less than <laughs> less than great jobs. And Burt Reynolds' line of, what the hell does that mean? It was me throughout the entire time. movie. Whole time. Why is Burt Reynolds a king in this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly can't answer any questions about this movie. Well, uh, maybe you can maybe you can share with the folks at home uh, part of your list of your controller toss moments. Part of and that's the list. that's another game that we do. Uh, it's that moment when you're watching the film and you silently have a "You've got to be kidding me!" and you wing your controller across the room like you do. I know you do. Uh, yeah. let, so let's go back and forth because I got a bunch. I'll start with one of the earliest ones. Go ahead. Why not go chronologically here? Mm-hmm. When we realized that Farmer's name was indeed. Farmer. Farmer. Just why do they call farmer. him? Why do they call him farmer? Does he have a name? Your father believes that you should be called what you are, or you are what you become, or you become like <laughs> I am farmer. So therefore, I that's am dumb. Oh my so, god! So, so we we find out uh, that Ron Perlman's character Norik, who I thought when it was first said was Norg, and then if <laughs> people with better diction said that his name was Norik, um, if he's supposed to be. An agent of the king supposed to watch over his son. His son, give him a name. It's like no, no, don't not farmer. Do do something. Else. Say something, something else. I mean, like, uh, like yeah, you can call him farmer. That's fine. If he wants to be farmer, he can be farmer. They could have called him bad actor. No, it, Statham. All of these actors did what they could with what they were given. They they did for the most part, except for Ray Liotta. Because he was genuinely terrible. That was a whole other story. <laughs> Everybody was like trying to be, like even though 
yeah, even though Burt Reynolds didn't put on an accent, he still tried to seem regal and large and kingly. But whereas Ray Liotta was like, I got magic. Hey! How about that? Hey? Oh. It was really it was bad. awful. Um, so mine was the very first fight uh, with the Krugs. Right. That was just, it was a Power Rangers fight. It was, oh, a, yeah. it was like they should have and just throwing them over, <laughs> I mean, the hitting them with a close. boomerang. The boomerang. The boomerang. The boomerang. So, uh, even Sokka in the last Airbender movie has better boomerang skills. And a they much, made, they much, made a last Airbender movie? I'm sorry to, for you to find out this way. Um, <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't make one of those. They would never. My God, she's blocked it out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, absolutely, absolutely terrible. Um, uh, another part when they're for zipline for no reason. That one is on mine. So I love that one. So Statham barely makes it across because he doesn't have a lot of no, weight. No, first I'm, off, they zipline across. He gets stuck in the middle, and then just kind of like pushes himself across. Well, that that made sense. He was light right, enough to worked. do that. It worked. But with uh, a man as heavy as Ron Perlman's character, again Norick, uh, it seemed like oh he's got enough weight to carry him all the way down. No. True. He st- he stops uh, and ends up going back up, br- breaking gravity, knocking into the other character whose name I already forget, but his his stepbrother or, or his yeah yeah his yeah, wife's the other brother dude. yeah yeah um, knock into each other and fall to their death, but they're alive. Oh, but they're fine. There was a rotten Stacy. No, thi- no, no, I don't think we were watching the same movie. <laughs> no, I know that river was maybe an inch or two deep. Very rocky and had large rocks. Oh, they yeah. fell, no, they fell and they over. Fell they fell about four or five stories. A day's journey, a day's delay, as they said in the movie, to get down to the bottom of that ravine and back up. Yeah, so they they fell for essentially they fell for a day and didn't die. And and apparently Statham uh, Farmer went down that ravine in two seconds flat, instantly, just down down at the bottom. I mean, he must have moved magically. I think the, there was that's shadow what, travel in that one too. <laughs> They think, shadow travel in the movie. Why not him too? I guess. I suppose so. Uh, oh, don't mm, Ray Liotta. Um, <laughs> all of Ray Liotta. Um, the whole thing. All of a sudden, ninjas <clears throat> in the big battle. The the big middle middle of the road battle. Uh, even though it was the large army battle, but it was in the middle of the movie. All of a sudden, ninjas show up. I didn't know on what side they were showing up on, but they just flipped down and were ready. Didn't see them again but for five minutes. First off, they start out in the trees as archers, which would, I mean, if you have to have these weird ninja tree archers, at least that makes sense. You know, you have someone firing from a distance from the back, and then all of a sudden they jump down on the ground and jump into the fray, and it's like, what? Hold on. Perfect. <laughs> this doesn't make That's any what, tactical sense. It's exactly what we all. needed. I... I <laughs> <laughs> that whole battle. Uh, do you have another one? Um, well, it was kind of the moment that I realized that Farmer was, of course, the king's son, even though we had literally no indication that the king had a long-lost son or had lost a son. Yeah, they never told any us anything. Point. There was nothing, and then all of a sudden, oh, yes, he, he's important to him. And I go, oh, God, he's his son. But he doesn't he? know it yet. Except, why the? Why would he be? <laughs> why not? He's a farmer. Like, named of course farmer. that's what they're doing. Of course it is. Makes all of the bloody sense. Um, totally. Yeah. Um, did, did I have another one? Um, oh, one that was not even a like a story one, but there were a couple times in the movie where they used slow-mo, and it was really bad, like so choppy bad. frame bad. It, it was weird. It, it Just beyond unfortunate. 
Yeah. Oh, they did the anime sword thing at the end with, with Farmer versus um, uh, Br- Galleon. Yeah. Uh, Farmer, this is how important the names were in the movie. Oh, they barely told them to. You had to, like, search it's and like, listen is... real hard to figure out who everyone was. I don't think they said Mariella's name until, like, three quarters through the movie. I think they maybe said it once at or twice. And she opened and the movie. The yeah, that was it. Oh, that's our that's our main character. No, it's not. Um, but, yeah, so at the end, Jason Statham and Ray Liotta have a kind of a sword fight, which had one of my favorite lines in it, but uh, actual favorite lines, not a cheesy one. Mm-hmm. And they do the anime sword thing where they charge at each other and swipe and stop, and you have that moment of, oh, who killed... But of course we know who flipping killed who, Duh. and Galleon falls over dead. But it was just like, that was the only thing that came to mind. They did the anime sword thing! There's no name for that, because it's stupid. Fair enough. Fair play. It do- doesn't need a name. Do you have another one? I just... I mean, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all of it? All of it. Um, let's do one more each if, if you have one. I, I mean, the just more more just the way that they decided to do this with the, the tree girls. Yeah. And this is the way they kind of glide through the forest. <laughs> just, it was really. Like they're on giant cranes of was, some sort. It was almost like they were trying to go for Majestic and they just missed the marks. So fully. They missed several marks. Oh, um, I think they didn't hit a single mark in the movie. There, oh, there's one mark, I think, that they hit. Okay. And that was it. Um, so this whole movie is about Farmer losing his son and his wife. Robbie and Chat will get to the chicken. Um, that's That comes around in fa- favorite lines. <laughs> um, but uh, Jason Statham is trying to get revenge on... On Galleon, who he doesn't he doesn't know who he looks no like idea. or what he is. He just keeps seeing these horsemen and these krugs around. Well, he doesn't even necessarily know that there's a person behind the krug. Yeah. At for you know. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Just somebody who says, "I, you've killed me once today, and here we are." Like could be ter- another krug for all he knows. He has no idea who's their general, and we've no we don't assume that at all. But so he's trying to avenge his kid. And one of the lead-ups to it is is a supposed-to-be dramatic scene between Solana and Galleon, his wife, Solana, and, and Galleon, where mm. he brings up the fact, I sense him in you. Oh, God. Because you, you're pregnant. Tells the her that she's pregnant and has another kid. awkward pregnancy announcement. Never brought up again. No, they just completely forgot about it. But it's is it but- supposed to be... Oh, one kid died. Oh, don't worry. You we have got another a new one. kid. We and you have one. an heir to the throne now. Hey. Look at that. Never brought up again. All the loose ends tied up, even though we're not going to address it. Done. Did it. Nailed it. I'm movable. Let's make two more of these movies. Wonderful. What happened? Um, so, okay. Let's let's talk about some of this cast. Um, Jason Statham, of course, plays Farmer. Lily Sobieski as Muriela, the enchantress, the, the female... Uh, uh, the daughter of our good mage dude. Yeah, so yeah, and, so yeah, the next generation of mage power. as well. Yeah. The next generation of mage. John Rhys-Davies as Merrick, her father. Ron Perlman as Norick, uh, Farmer's friend since he was a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire Forlani as Solana, uh, Farmer's wife. Christiana Loken as Alora, the... The the woods woods lady right. nymph the, wood nymph I, don't I think know. that's what they were going for I don't know but I'm not entirely sure because it almost seemed like they were just human women who decided they were sick of the king's crap and mm-hmm. moved off into the forest they were like forest amazons communed with the forest I suppose so there was 
No other mystical. The winner of the most over-the-top performance, Matthew Lillard is Duke Fallow, who is the king's nephew and, and as we know, only heir to the throne, who we find out, oh, surprise, surprise. He's, he's in league with Galleon, played by Ray Liotta, to take over the crown. Awful. <laughs> You know, when he first came on, though, I was Awful. like, oh, he's going to be the little douchebag nephew. That could be fun. And he was playing it kind of fun. Like, he kind of seemed like the only person who seemed like he was having fun. He's like, I know I'm on the set of an like, Uva Bowl movie. We're just going to be over the top, insanely ridiculous. Mm. And then it just fell into the trope and it was like, yeah, no, I'm tired of you two. Get out. Like, stop. Stop. Just, just, Get no. out. No. In no the more. name of love. Um, yeah. The, it, I. <sighs> Keanu Reeves did a better job in Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Which is awful. It's te- his, I mean, the movie is great, and then he shows up, and you're like, what is Keanu? What is mid-90s Keanu Reeves doing in a Shakespeare movie? Is, does he know he's in this movie? With Kenneth Branagh and uh, uh, Denzel Washington. who And that movie's got amazing performances in it. Also, Keanu Reeves Keanu is in Reeves. it. Um, Brian White as Commander Terrish, who I really liked. I think he, yeah. I think he, he should have been the lead of the movie. He could have, yeah. He might have been able to carry that. Yeah, he, I, I think same script, but he was he was the most involved in the the uh, all of the storylines with the kingdom because he was kind of training Mariella. Mm-hmm. He was so dedicated to the king. Um, he he acknowledged Duke Fallow as a shit weasel um, and knew of Galleon's plot. Like he was in right. the center of everything. But and then Farmer shows up. Brushed it off, he was just brushed off to the side. Like he was nothing important. I would have but believed he... him more to be an heir to the king than Farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You train up this, yeah, this young soldier and keep him close. I think that was another thing that was keeping me from it too. Know how to be a freaking leader. Yeah. Unlike Farmer who's like, I farm. No, you you far you're you will farm a different type of land. Like the, and he's the, like, oh okay. I understand now. Got I it. will take my place. I can Thanks, do this. Dad. Um, Mike uh, Doput as General Backler. Um, will Sanderson as Bastion. Tanya Salt. I'm not. I don't recognize any of these characters. But no, Ray Liotta as Galleon and Burt Reynolds as King Conrad. Um, Ray Liotta. This was a payday for him. And that was it. There was. I mean. There was zero emotion 90% of the time. And then when there was emotion, you're like, hold on, what? What what was the line? It was, you always appear out of nowhere. Oh, well, sometimes I appear out of somewhere. (laughs) It's like, no, I always appear out of somewhere. Thanks. Can we get another take of that? No, it was good. Let's just keep keep running the scene. That was a good one. You got it, Ray. I think Uwe Boll was just excited that I'm getting all of these actors. Maybe people are starting to take me seriously. How much money do you have? This was a $60 million movie. I... Didn't I mean one of the Krugs costume cost like ten thousand dollars alone? I don't believe that. They use the same helmet for everything. <laughs> that is that is what I have read. I okay. have not rigorously fact checked it to be honest, but so so with sixty million dollars, maybe. Yeah, you wasted it all on costumes, damn it. Um the so the plot of this movie, what can arguably be called the plot, yeah. is um, Farmer is off to avenge his son, find his wife who has been captured by the Which, Krug. By the way, is a big old spoiler for like the first half hour of the movie. What? His son and wife, like the thing. Oh with my the son god! And wife. The like, entire they time. Just tell ya right off the bat. His son comes in. He's this optimistic little kid, and you're like, "Yeah, you're gonna be dead in ten minutes." But cool. I'm so happy we're a happy family, Papa. Bye. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Let me put this. Let me put this projector down to totally show every. This is my character dead. 
tell me it was a... just been wearing a sign the Kill entire me. time. Ah, this is my this is my son. Swift, painful death. Yep. Would have been a lot easier. God dang it. Um, they didn't even need an actor. They just could have carried around the sign the whole time. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter who this is because he's dead They minutes. could have saved money by making it, like, a baby and just had it be a doll. And then they wouldn't have had to pay an actor. Exactly. That's so bizarre. I mean, That's so options. weird to me. Um, so, uh, trying to find the, the, the whole reason, but just trying to find his wife. Uh, the King's Army is looking for soldiers. They bring that up a couple times. Um, they even say, in the name of the king... You should join the army. And he says, no. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not into that sort of thing. So in the name of the king, we could probably just drop that. But I don't know if there's a dungeon seat. It's, it's no. not. There's no dungeon. To, well, I they guess. They don't. No. Te- no, no. Technically, the, the, the final bit oh. is, is sieging a dungeon. Technically, but I mean, you're pushing it with that's pretty, that. You yeah. are really reaching. So, so there's all, these warriors called the Krugs. The the breakdown says that they're animal warriors. I didn't get that. No, they're 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 just putty patrollers that are that are brown mud instead of gray mud. If you're a Power Rangers fan, um, and th- they're all controlled by Galleon. From his from his, uh, his magic laptop, essentially. Cloud fog. He's in a fortress. VR room. Yeah, he's controlling them via VR. Hanging out in his. Little what room. did you think of those effects? And that and and so the the real world view of that effect and the in movie thing of here's a guy who just controls an entire army. What what did you think? As of far those as together? his like shadowy realm, yeah. in which he was operating out of, cheesy. It's just awful. And, and him just... Not... I'm not sure they even tried. And they did, it was like this ring of fog and then all clear and him just standing there in the middle. I I can honestly believe, because um, I didn't find anything about it in production, that Ray Liotta signed on and said, you have me for four days. Just get it done. <laughs> Everything that he did was indoors and in a, and in a castle. So all they need to do is build a, an, an extensive set where on mm-hmm. two floors... It it was the the final scene, um, the magic sword fight mm-hmm. between him and Merrick, and then Mariella's bedroom. I guess Mariella's bedroom too. But either Which way, those are all indo- an interior scene. Yeah, all indoor sets. Absolutely. Uh, didn't have to fly him out to Canada. He he probably shot all of his stuff in Germany in a week, and it felt like it. Yeah, it did. Absolute monster. Oh, uh, yeah, not a fan. Um, but yeah, he, I guess our our boy farmer ends up learning more about himself, and and he he only seems to start to care when he finds out that he's the king's son. And then suddenly he has like this fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I should do this thing. I'll then. fight with you. Like whatever, throw your boomerang, big boy. And the boomerang. The boomerang. They never give a reason as to why he uses a no, boomerang. It's just there. He just has it. He. It, I mean, he's got his little holster. It's like, I mean, it's like it's a part of him, but we don't know why. Mm. And it doesn't make sense. No one else fights with the boomerang. Not even the ninjas or like the tree nymphs. If anyone else fought with a boomerang, then maybe. Mm. But it's not like a thing. No. It's just like his thing. And, but why? That's what the extra half hour is. That's the director cut is. Is the is him training with the boomerang and, and There's as a, a kid. There's a whole sequence. I, I can believe it. I don't yeah. want to, but I could. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he starts fighting for the king. The king ends up getting poisoned uh, by Galleon. Uh, and, and he's like, oh, how much time do I have? Enough time. And goes into battle, apparently not weak at all, and I'm gets totally shot fine. by he, Duke Fallow on the second try. He is 
completely fine all through that, all through his, you know, little heart to heart with his son where they bond over farming and farming a different kind of land. Mm -hmm. And then just suddenly all of a sudden he's like, okay, done. And just drifts off. You know what it was? It's like, ah, did my check clear? All right, I'm out. Bye. It even looks like he's wearing a t-shirt, like with with the the arrow wound in it. it. Like there were small black sleeves that ca- that came out of it that, that looked like Under Armour. Beautiful costuming. Yeah. Well, oh, and <laughs> not that, even. That was another freaking thing. Everyone is wearing this heavy chainmail, except for the king. You want me to believe? Like they all have chainmail shirts. Every single one of them, mm-hmm. as they're battling. Even Duke Fallow for some yes. reason. Except for the king. He is literally the only one without protective chainmail. Hmm. How? If, if, I Why? Mean, Who would let him go out like that? If the scene went on a little bit longer between him and Merrick where he was like, I want to go out on the battlefield. I, w- I want to go out on the battlefield. So I'll just wear minimal protection because it's a lot less painful and more honorable than dying by poison. Okay. I'll I, accept that. All right. Go Burt Reynolds. Sure. Go King sure. Conrad. Rather go out in a blaze of glory that you're kind of asking for at that point. Yeah. As opposed to the couple people inside his court that were All like, right. didn't that boy just get poison? Whatever. Sure. Whatever. Is like, that's, that's what, it, hey, Uva, uh, do you mind if, if we do uh, this differently? Whatever. Sure. What, whatever. Go ahead. This is Have all fun. going to my tax break. Um. Yeah, I mean, Solana ends up getting found out as as Farmer's wife. Galleon has this weird obsession with it. Like, there's something about that man. Like, even that was more... I'm sorry, hold on. Let me do the actual radio. Tell me what you know about a man named Farmer. Spot on. Thank you. But as even if he went, like, comically, like, mustache, truly, like, Farmer, here we are! Like, it would have been something. So, some reaction, but something. it's just like, uh. And those, those piercing blue eyes, those beautiful blue eyes. I couldn't believe <laughs> that he could do anything bad. God, this was a bad performance. I like, it was like, so bad. Usually when movies are bad... We we can have fun at their expense. Like like even, again, going back to Far Cry, that was a bad movie, but there were there were things that we could poke at. At least there were things to enjoy. This was just <laughs> that we shouldn't have enjoyed. Bad. But this one was just bad. This purely bad. Um, this really didn't have any the the cultural impact of this movie is everybody went, oh, this like I I remember when this movie was coming out. This was two thousand and seven. So this was. Around where Uva Bull was, like people were ready to give him a chance because he kept as as a video game community because they're like like because he kind of stuck to the basics of the plot of Dungeon Siege for this uh, and for Far Cry and for the other ones that we haven't done yet but damn it we're <laughs> gonna do them because we love you but um, yeah so he, he he relatively stuck to the plot of a Dungeon Siege um, and so people saw the cast of this movie mm-hmm. and they're like oh. If they're doing it... There's got to be something there. And yet, we got two direct-to-DVD ones, uh, which, again, we're going to do at some point. I didn't know that there were two sequels until we did they until just, we looked this up. They just took the Dungeon Siege name off of it. Dolph... No, no, no. Still, well, uh, they t- took it out of the title. Yeah. But it's, it's still se- in the name of the king, mm. Dungeon Siege. So it's Siege. In, yeah. in the name of the king, too. Like, mm-hmm. the Dungeon Siege people were, were smart enough to go... Please leave us out of this, yeah, please. No more. Dolph Lundgren traveling back in time. No, thank you. I don't know. I'm I'm willing to give that one a shot. 
I don't. I mean, if it doesn't have Dungeon Siege in the in the title, maybe we shouldn't do it. But uh, yeah. Um, so this this production had a sixty million dollar budget, as we mentioned, and this was Uwe Boll's most expensive film production to date. But he also said that this was the last time he was going to do something at this high of a budget. Get out. Um, as we also as we mentioned before, there are two versions of this movie. Um, the short run is two hours. The director's cut. Is an hour or is one one hundred and fifty six minutes? Excuse me. Um, so much more to look forward to. I can't. I can't believe it. I don't want it. Um, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want it. Um, and no this movie. Does. Really, the only other thing that I have on this movie is that it was shot in Germany and Canada. Big surprise. Um, yeah, too many production companies to sort of bury money into. Not shady at all. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about this movie anymore, so let's get to the fun parts. Um, but let's let's talk about some critical first. Um, right. Yeah, just it wasn't it wasn't enjoyable. Like if, if there's something, there were a few things that we could poke like poke fun at, but we can't. It was just bad. So bad. It was bad, bad, not good, bad. Exactly. Like, and it's very rare that something is just straight up awful like the room is a terrible movie but it's celebrated for how terrible it is this is just a bad movie bad this is the bad that you don't ever want to put anyone through for any reason it takes a lot for someone these days to make a legitimate bad movie and here we are here we are my god almost 10 years later we're celebrating the ninth anniversary of a dungeon siege tale congrats yay (laughs) and he's still making movies why uh so the sixty million budget it made four point seven million domestically. That's actually kind of miraculous. That it made anything? Yeah. It made well ten dollars at our local theater because I didn't. That wasn't me though. Um, so four point <laughs> seven domestic, eight point three foreign, giving it a total of twelve uh, thirteen million dollars out of a sixteen million dollar budget. I wonder why he decided not to make big budget movies anymore. Mm. Maybe because you don't make your money back to put into taxes. Not going to go into that theory because that's weird. IMDb has this rated at a 3.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 4% from critics. And the audience gives it a 22. Double digits. How? What more can we say? I, I, mm. who, I, I, I would like to, to have someone who liked this movie come tell me about its merits. I'm, I wish Patrick was here. I looked so hard to find them. Yeah, to find somebody who liked it? No, I mean, just try to find anything that I could like about it. I I think if 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 we just loop together, um, Burt Reynolds, what the hell does that mean? For two <laughs> hours, I would like it a lot more. Yeah, I'd probably be a lot more engaged. It's like, oh, here it comes again. Yes. Like for, for two hours than <laughs> I was tell watching. Him Burt this. You tell him, Burt. Um, oh, actually, really quick, uh, going back to the production, the score. It just needed to chill out. Okay. It didn't stop. That is literally one of my notes on here. Yeah. So the scene where they're burying the bodies, Mm. which by the way, you don't ever, like you don't immediately get clear indication that his son was killed. You just see him burying. I thought that he he found his wife. Or his wife. You don't know. Yeah. For for quite a while. Nope. Gotta cut it for time. Cut it for time. you, You don't know. And so during this scene, the music is just insane. It's just pressing and loud and just, I mean, it's thunderous.
wondering. And yeah, I literally went, oh my god, please calm down. <laughs> my, my exact note was the score has no fucking chill. No. Not, it doesn't give no, you a break. No, it doesn't calm down at all. It's and, just continuous. And it makes it boring, which which even is even worse. Um, there was no... It, I don't think there was any tension in any of the fights before uh, Farmer makes it to the final battle. Because it's like, oh, it's just a doll. He's just... I just killed it again. Whatever. Um, also, I found it really funny in the... Um, I noticed in the duel uh, between Terish and uh, Duke Fallow mm-hmm. that the effort sound effects didn't match the mouths. And that's... No. you. That's so... If, I, if anybody can notice that... That means that they shouldn't be paying attention where they need to be. And that's the, another sign of a bad flipping movie. I don't know why I didn't say fuck, because I could have. Um, so <laughs> this, let, one, this one calls for it. This one calls for it. Let's, yeah. um, let's do some reviews. Why don't, you do, why don't you read Sam Adams? All right. Which I could go for right so, now. I could go for a delicious Sam Adams. Would have would have softened the blow of this movie. <laughs> All right. So from the Los Angeles time, we have Sam Adams. Uva Bull isn't the worst director in the world. But in the name of the king, might be more enjoyable if he were. Seriously, I totally agree with that. Because then at least we could have had some fun with it. Yeah, this um, is this is this is bad, bad, not fun, bad, bad, bad. Um, and I totally don't agree with this next one from sure. Joshua Tyler at Cinema Blend, who says Bull manages to hold this disaster in the making together by infusing it with unexpected energy. Hold no, on, let me, let me just make some changes right here. Um, Bull. Holds this disaster. There we go. Bull holds this disaster. Done. There we go. Made yeah. it. Thank you, Joshua Tyler from Cinema Blend. That is now a better review. Awful. Absolutely awful. Could not stand this movie. Like, ah. Uh, uh. All right. Let's have a little bit more fun. Let's talk about our favorite lines. This could be actual <clears throat> favorite lines that got us engaged in the movie. I actually had one. Um, right. and, and other ones that are just... Beyond silly. Um, I've got three total. How many do you have? All right. I think I, I got three also. Okay. So why don't you go first? All right. Um, so this is one of the galleon ones. And this is one of just mostly because of his beautiful delivery. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. So it's right. Uh, it's, it's when Farmer is, is like kind of starting to fight back a little bit. Yeah. And he takes him out and he goes, well done. A man with spirit. <laughs> and it's just the most dead eyed line. Just, there is no emotion behind it. And it's, what does that mean? What? How? Do, why do we care that this is a man of spirit to you? Whatever. What an who ass. Knows. Um, mine was at the top uh, from our good friend Norik. Uh-huh. Give me the chicken. Arf, arf, arf. Bless you. It was beautiful. Give me the chicken. Arf, Give me the chicken. Arf, 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 arf. Like what? Ron Perlman. What are you? You know, that's all I needed to see. It's like, I, oh, that's this that's movie. It. But that's then I, it. we didn't get any of that joke. Like, like we no, got no. one line for the zip line. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it was just, I'm not going to go out like a like a no. slave. And then he dies. Yep. On so, spoiler. Apologies. Kill me. Um, sorry. Spoil go- everything so no one feels inclined to watch this. Oh, that's, just I mean. Spoil it all. That's, I mean, I, we essentially did. We have. Yeah. Like, there are some where we're like, you gotta watch this with friends, have make a night out of it. No. And this one, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. What's another one of your favorite lines? Okay. So it's an exchange between Solana and Galleon. And so she, she discovers that he can be wounded. And she goes, if you can bleed, you can die. And he goes, perhaps I can. And kind of turns away. But I won't. I have too much work 
to do. See, that could have been a cool epic line if it was delivered well. It could have been. It or it could have been a really cheesy line. Which could it's have just, still been fun. It just falls flat. Oh, it's so, it's so bad. Perhaps I could. But I've got too much work to do. Yeah! No. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah! Great villain, let's and then, go. And then he, like, kills her. Like, but right? I've got too much to do. Now you're dead. Oh, he's a psychopath. Awesome. Great. Go all or nothing. Um, again, at the top of the movie, uh, one of our first, <laughs> our first <laughs> indicators of the dialogue in this movie between mm-hmm. Farmer and Solana. <sighs> Tell me something nice. Tell me how you love me. To which Farmer responds, you know. You're not Han Solo. You, you know. You're not. No, you're t- That's what terrible. What are you doing? Just what are tell you your doing? wife you love it. Like, I don't care how, like... Just say something nice. Don't be right? a D-bag like, about it. She just wants to hear one nice thing. If she's literally begging you for one nice thing, I mean, how long has that been going on? Like, then, like I don't, then I don't, worst. I, from this line, I didn't believe how much he wanted her back because it made me think, oh, well, he does not she's care. dead. Gotta get back to farming and mastering my boomerang. Yep. And this line did not help in the very least. No. Awful. What do you, what's your last favorite line? All right, so we got Farmer. Uh, to Galleon, of course. I, apparently all of my favorite lines were mm-hmm. all around him on my favorite lines. <laughs> <laughs> the best actor in the whole show. When, you know, their big showdown and it's, you gonna fight or talk me to death? Awful. Awful. Beyond awful. Man. Whereas, my, right. my actual favorite line from Galleon. What manner of vengeance are you enjoying, farmer? The vengeance of a father? The vengeance of a husband or the vengeance of a king? To which Solana, grabbing a sword, says, You forget the vengeance of a mother! And stabs him. And it's just like, Yeah! yeah. That was one of the, like, the, yes! That was the cool, but holding him back with, like, books. How cool can you be? Oh, you're holding me back with books, nerd. Like, no! I'm a, I'm a sorcerer! I'm a king of the crag! You're evil and I'm gonna rule everything! You idiot, you're just a stupid idiot! You couldn't even stab me. Your wife did, eh, idiot. Oh God! But yeah, no, yeah. I like like that was the only time where he showed some sort of emotion, a little something, some uh, little some something. fire, some energy, uh, some spirit, if you will. <laughs> um, spirit. But yeah, let us know what your favorite lines are. Um, oh, and of course, uh, Burt Reynolds. What the hell does that mean? Of course, so good. Um, it goes without saying on that I think, one. I think I'm gonna pull that and just have it on on go for for everything all right so here's here's our other game that we like to play and we totally didn't steal this from action movie anatomy we like to recast the movie based on the year that the game was released so the original dungeon siege came out in 2002 it was an action rpg um, there are a lot of fun action elements to it for the pc so we're going back to the year 2002 what some might call I guess a year in, in movies. Uh, there was a lot of weird, like yeah. there wasn't a lot of good uh, leading women that year. No, not at all. Uh, a whole lot of romantic comedies. And if they were good leading women, they were in Lord of the Rings, it, the which two, is essentially the two biggest movies movie. were Chamber of Secrets and Two Towers. Yep. those were the two biggest movies of that year. The figure two sequels. Uh, was that Romeo Must Die? One, one of the one of the DMX Jet Li ones came out that year. Um, Queen of the Damned with Aaliyah came out that year. Either way. There's a lot. So so for this, we're going to be recasting Muriela, the sorceress, who we didn't even talk about, uh, which was just kind of yeah. like she was trying to like, hey, I'm I'm a sorceress and I can fight. Put me in the army. No. 
Okay. Very yeah, she got very little accomplished. That was it um, until the end, when all of a sudden the women were the only ones getting things accomplished. Which is which is great, right? Just but not they, in this movie, and they didn't Thanks. make it mean anything. No, it just happened. Like most of this movie just happened. Yeah, just really just unfortunate. Rolled along. You could have done something to be like, oh, female empowerment. Men are stupid. No, they're still they're still there to oh, tell you no. The tree girls who yeah who just make snarky comments about how helpless men are. Hey, we're gonna help you it. now. Where'd they go? Oh yeah, that whole. Whole thing, get out of our forest. We hate you. You ruin everything. Well, we're we're just going through. Okay, fine, go. All right, fine, but don't come Bye. back. Oh, P.S. We're lost. Oh, oh men are stupid. We'll show you the way. Like what? That, uh, Shouldn't it be okay? Fine, you're gonna get lost and starve to death in here. Good. Less men. Woo. Like, More what? food for the trees. <laughs> Your dead bodies will. That, awful. That made no sense. So no we're sense. gonna we're gonna be casting Mariella, Duke Fallow. Galleon, Solana, and Farmer. Let's start from the bottom at Muriela because we talked so much about her. Um, she's uh, a young sort of, I mean, very forward thinker, strong warrior. Yes, with a lot of nonsensical kind of character motivations, but and and a, uh, hopelessly in love with, with Galleon, our, with our evil mage who dude. taints her magic. Whatever, okay. man. Sure. Who do you have for Muriela? okay fine do you you want me to go first you can go first so so uh one of my favorite movies to come out in 2002 i saw it in theaters i absolutely loved it It was a little movie called catch me if you can starring leonardo dicaprio Mm -hmm. and tom hanks uh somebody who was just kind of first appearing in that movie it wasn't her first movie appearance uh by the by the least bit but it kind of got her to be paid more attention to Mm. amy adams thought about her and i wasn't really? sure yeah I, I, I think she's so little and Muriela Muriela seems kind of more of like a, a presence i don't know i can see that um but i yeah i guess she is kind of but tiny but i, I think, think amy adams would do a good job with the role i agree i think her presence could fill the armor mm-hmm. in a way that her stature couldn't right and she could probably do a lot better with the role yeah how about you well i mean on that vein so it was amy adams and the other actress i kind of considered was um natalie portman well, I mean, Star Wars was at this time. I think episode mm-hmm. two came that out. That came out. Okay. I, uh, she she kind of had that forward spirit. She wouldn't be able to get away, though. No. But I, th- I think I think she would do well in this, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I like, I like both was, of these. Yeah. Let us know what the... you think in the comments down below. Um, Duke Fallow. Um, I decided to go really silly with it. All right. Um, I figured, hey, uh, you know what's big this year? Uh, Jackass is big. In a, is here in a big way. Uh, we got Jackass the movie, which did amazing at the box office, did huge at the box office. So why don't we get one of those nice boys in there? Why don't we get Mr. Bam Margera? Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, to play Duke Fat. Like, at least it's perfect. like, you just, give him this crap to play with, and he'll just be like, this is the stupidest thing ever, and just go for and it. And take it. Yeah. yeah, take it beyond. That's good. As a Lillard, who like, was trying to be serious about it, just no. Throw it out the window. Just, You're a shit weasel. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, I considered as someone who could could have fun with it, but still actually might maybe make him into less of a horrible trope that mm-hmm. gets thrown around, um, like Ian McGregor. Oh, okay. Kind of, you know, because he was doing, he was doing Star serious Wars. roles. He was doing, yeah, he was, that's right. We got two Star Wars, Wars kids. Too. Go figure. But <laughs> he also did kind of the more like on the edge a couple of films like Fringy that. Fringy stuff, yeah. Yeah, so he he might be able to bring bring something to that. I like that. 
he could make it a little bit more of a serious Shakespearean-esque role. He could bring a little bit more presence to it than just being, right. oh, my uncle, I need him to die. Yeah. Um, which was awful. Let's go to Galleon, our evil wizard. Um, I went two ways with it. Okay. So I've got two people. How Do you have one or two? I've got two. Okay. Um, are they both serious? Uh, for the most part. Okay, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and start first? Okay, so kind of just a... Uh, well, he could do it. Mel Gibson <laughs> would would oh be. Oh my a... god! Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's in that at this time. He's in that sort of transitionary period to a little bit older. People people at that time saw him as a villain in real life, so there's just yeah. a general disdain for him. Yeah, you um, know. that's cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and he could do either an American or an Australian accent if he wants. I don't care, he could and jump I don't back think they did either. Between both of them, why not? Some of the actors scene in this movie scene. did. Why not? Ugh. God, I like that though. Okay, fine. If we're if we're going serious, um, I Anthony Hopkins. He, he was still a little spry okay. back here, um, mm-hmm. and and but could do the same amount of work where you're just standing in a room and waving your hand. Um, so yeah, I think he could add a little bit more weight to it, mm-hmm. and just at be the exact opposite of Ray Liotta and perform a lot as opposed to perform a little. Right. Who is your other one? Okay, so my other one, he so he has that kind of serious weight to him, but I also think he could make him into the kind of maniacal villainy mm-hmm. type, uh Kenneth Branagh. Oh, Branagh. That's good. That's good too. Damn it. It's a <laughs> lot better than my other one, which was Christopher Walken. Oh my god, uh, but I well, like what, that. <laughs> if we're going to go campy, if we're going to go silly, Walken I'm coming from somewhere. Like, you know, I'll, I will not do my terrible Christopher Walken impression anymore. But yeah, I, oh, all I, of those. I think Kenneth Branagh would, would be a a good choice for that. I just think that he could actually make him into Wait, a this is, realized character. But this was for, same same year as Chamber of Secrets, though, right? Yes, so he was Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, could it, I don't around. know. He probably couldn't do both at the same time. No, well, but I... Uh, maybe as a result of seeing him as Gilderoy Lockhart, they... I don't know. Oh, and then push it into... And then put it like, oh, he's the evil. <laughs> he's an evil king. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know he can do it. Right. But that's like... At the time. Going from Gilderoy Lockhart to this int- <laughs> would be interesting. <laughs> would be dumb. interesting. Uh, our female lead, Solana. Who do you have? Well, if we want to borrow from Lord of the Rings, which I tried to avoid at all costs, you've got Liv Tyler... Who yeah. would have that kind Liv, of... Liv, I was thinking from uh, Mariella. From Mariella? Yeah. It's Liv Tyler. Yeah. And you think, yep. oh, Lord of the Rings? Damn it. She already plays that character. I know. She's already there. Why not? Well. Um, somebody who was trying to reinvigorate her career in the year 2002 was a uh, Ms. Katie Holmes. Oh. Trying to get back into the world of acting after being a hardcore mother. Uh, still kind of in the Scientology realm at this point, but she was right. trying to get back and and reown her career, and I think that she could be this strong this strong That'd lead. Be good, yeah, yeah, all right. Farmer, our our action lead, which oddly enough, a lot of the actors in in these parts in this movie were doing stuff into. I mean, we're working in two thousand two, but we're also kind of reemerging or just straight up emerging in mm-hmm. two thousand two. The Transporter came out in two thousand two, and there, and so it's like oh. Well, of course, we want Jason Statham for our, our lead action, uh, our lead action star, but right. can't choose him because he's already here. Who do you got? Uh, let's go with uh, Liam Neeson. 
You went we're older not. with it. A little bit. Wow. Well, I mean, he's a father. He's a grown man. I guess but who's he's the a king at that father. point? That's true. That would be, that I think you would have to we're put like Hopkins. It, yeah. You'd have to put, put a, a much older actor in there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was thinking of, of Neeson for, for Galleon. Um, but, ooh, um, I went with, uh, Hugh, Hollywood heartthrob, though you may not think so if you watch, if you started watching him in Penny Dreadful, uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, he was, he was still a thing in 2002. 40 Days and 40 Nights was one of the most advertised comedies in 2002. Mm -hmm. I was just like, that's a weird movie. Oh my God, that terrible man, that poor man. Um, if you don't know what 40 Days and 40 Nights is about. Why don't you Google it? Um, but yeah, he he was he was he was the hotness in 2002, and I think he would he would be a, right, if like a studio that. wanted it. Like, mm-hmm. let's get this kid in there. But I think him with Liam Neeson as, as King Conrad that could be fun. That could I be like fun. That a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, interesting. We'll, we'll move Liam Neeson up. All right, let's let's kingship. upgrade him. Yes. Um, f- whatever. I'll stick with Burt Reynolds. Why not? Um, so why don't you? Uh, leave us in the comments down below who you think should play the roles of Farmer, Solana, Galleon, Duke, Fallow, and Muriela. Uh, if you have any other ideas, leave them in the comments as well. Or use the hashtag VGM Anatomy to let us know on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, while you're you're you know you're helping us out, you're leaving comments. Why don't you go to iTunes? Uh, that's it, you, you get us up in the standings. And we'll be eternally grateful. That's that's what we'll do. Um, but if you leave us a review, we will read it on air. So please uh, go to iTunes, look at Video Game Movie Anatomy, leave us a review, five stars if you like us. Remember, the other stars don't work, uh, so it's got to be a five-star rating or else we don't get it. We don't see it. Uh, isn't weird how that works? Uh, so strange. Stacy, final thoughts on In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. All right. We'll try to make it a little... little uh... I guess upbeat at the end. Let's try. I have I have one positive. Go ahead. That uh, another uh, again the thing with the women that makes me real upset. Her armor, Mariella's armor, mm-hmm. was beautiful. Yeah, it was real. It armor. was practical female armor. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, I had uh, been commissioned by a fam- like a a friend, a friend's mother, to make that armor for her daughter. Renfair. Really? And I had no idea where it was from. <laughs> no idea. And so we're watching the movie and I'm looking at it and I'm like, that that looks really familiar. Is that... Like, as soon as she came out with her hair up like that, I was like, I know that armor. <laughs> Weird. I, I know what that is. <laughs> so that was the practical female armor that I have worked Weird. on before. Yeah, and it was crazy. And Weird that comes like, back around. What? So, Dude. Yeah. Um, so good job on the armor. So that's that's, that's, it. that's, it. that's, that's all you have there to say. There you go. <laughs> um, this is one of those movies where you're watching and you're wondering what you're doing with your life. Uh, it gives you time to think um, about what brings you to this point. Um, but but I remember that this uh, in our in our longer intro in days gone by. This is our life's goal um, to see the uh, the exciting, the terrible, or the amazing, the terrible, the amazingly terrible. Uh, video game movies and th- this is one of the ones that uh unfortunately we couldn't have fun with and i hope that uh in some future uva bowl ones because i know we've got uh alone in the dark uh blood rain mm-hmm. like s- some ones coming up for halloween that that we may dive back into but uh we're gonna take a break I- i'm really sad that we couldn't find something fun in this that's that's really the ultimate thing is, is while we do poo poo on these movies a lot we do usually find something to enjoy and while street fighter legends of chun li is one of the worst movies that i've ever seen both as a fan of the franchise and as a fan of movies 
This was a worse movie. This was way worse. I, I miss Legend of Chun Li. At least there was some fun at some parts. In at that some movie. parts uh, here, I mean, aside, I have I have in all caps in my notes, flaming Krug trebuchets, which that was that was fun. that was that was a fun part. That was it. But it was like Seven five fire seconds. Aiming at the enemy. Yeah, you know, I got five seconds of enjoyment out of two hours, so it's not a very good trade off. Not a very good trade-off at all. So now we know that there were two sequels that were just in the name of the king. They were not associated with a dungeon siege. So it's a medieval medieval property. Uh, Those are slowly kind of coming back on TV. Uh, So for a dungeon siege, not in the name of the king, for a dungeon siege, siege. would you want to give this an extra life or a game over? See... I like the medieval aspect of it, mm-hmm. and I don't think we have too many medieval options, or at least thoroughly fleshed out games with mm-hmm. medieval options to play with. Hmm. So, like in that respect, I'd like to see more with the medieval, but I don't know Not necessarily, necessarily that I want to see Siege. Dungeon Siege. I don't know that there was all that much story. I mean, at least originally. In the original one, there. I mean, it was it was sort of. Um, Avenge the king, save right. the king, sort sort of cut you and get dry. Led to it, very simple. Which you know you can flesh out, not in this way. No, I. So ultimately, for Dungeon Siege, I don't think we need movies. Game over. I think so. Yeah, I'll agree with you though with the medieval, but we have a lot of other properties that uh, do a lot more. Uh, block. There are a lot more blockbuster titles. We mm-hmm. have the Dragon Age franchise. We have uh, Elder Scrolls. Even Legend of Zelda. All the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, um, Elder Scrolls, Legend of Zelda. Um, uh, there's another one that I don't remember. But oh, uh, Dark Souls. For mm-hmm. goodness' sake, I may not be a fan of the series, but they've they got decided that world. they've got that world, mm-hmm. and it's making a huge splash. I think they with any of those. Let's go nuts. Let's stay in this medieval thing. Game of Thrones is there. People are trying to look for another Game of Thrones while that's sort of wrapping up with its next season. Okay. Seasons. Half the end. Seasons. So they need Partial people want season. something to replace it in a medieval sense, something that could be huge. <clears throat> so is that necessarily a dungeon siege? No. Uh, I say game over so. as well. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, I'm very excited that we don't have to watch those two sequels because they're not Dungeon Siege movies. No, they're not. And I do not want to see another Dolph Lundgren movie unless I'm watching Rocky IV, you <laughs> monsters. All right. So before we sign off, um, I'm I'm going to let... Actually, uh, I want to let you pick. Option A or option B? Option B. Very good. All right. So we went oh, from... Gosh. We're going to go from medieval times into the stars. In two weeks' time, we're going to be coming back and doing... Wing Commander uh, for Video Game Movie Anatomy. Another one starring Matthew Lillard. So um, make sure to come back for that. Remember, we are here every two weeks uh, covering your favorite or least favorite video game movie (laughs) adaptations. Um, And since we're tired of all the Resident Evil re-releases, maybe we'll do something to get them all out of the way before the new movie comes out. Finish them off. Maybe we won't. Um, I don't want to, but I feel like we should, so we don't have to deal with it anymore. Um, so in two weeks, we're going to be doing Wing Commander. Uh, until then, Stacey, where can the folks find you online? You can find me online at Twitter at Stacey Shuttles or on Twitter and across the web at Nerds Doing Stuff, where I'm a nerd doing stuff. And uh, 
you're making an appearance at Long Beach Comic Con. I you will not? be at Long Beach Comic Con. I'm going to have an artist alley table for the first time ever. I've got jewelry and sewn goods and all kinds of fun stuff. That's so super cool. If you're at Long Beach Comic Con, come find me. That it, I I got to make it down. Like uh, another friend of ours used to go to Long Beach Comic Con every mm-hmm. year, and so it's just like it seems like a place where I can actually go and read comics. It's and a see fun comics. one. It's a really good con. Uh, the, what are fun. the dates again? It's September 17th and 18th. Okay, yeah, I can... Just a little weekend con, lots of fun, lots of good cosplay, um, lots of good people. And I'm sure uh, if you're a fan of the con guys, uh, they're probably going to be covering it on their show as well, so make sure to check them out. Uh, Make sure to check out uh, all of our other shows here at the Popcorn Talk Network, including Jedi Alliance, which celebrated its 100th episode today! Yeah, it, it was a really fun episode. We had two of the two of the uh, previous hosts of the show on, Joseph Scrimshaw and Ken Knapsack. We're trying to get Mod Garrett, who was one of the creators, back on soon. So go check that out. It was a celebration. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about the the current news. We just talked about the state of Star Wars. So go check that out. Also, if you're a Screen Junkies Plus member, why don't you do yourself a favor and go check out Gamer Fights. I was on Gamer Fights this past Friday versus, oh my goodness, um, an amazing panel, an absolute remarkable panel that I, I, wow. I, <laughs> they were, <laughs> that kind of an experience. Once we went off there, once we went off the air, all the crew people went, that was crazy. Um, I went against uh, uh, Samurai Erica. Uh, on Twitter at Samurai Erica and uh, Vernon Shaw, absolute madness. Uh, I really want to go back. It, it was so much fun. Um, but uh, make sure to follow all of us here at the Popcorn Talk. Uh, subscribe if you're not. Follow me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Follow Patrick at P to the D's. Play some games, why don't you? That's why you're here. Play Abzu. Play Inside. Play all of those great indie titles that are out right now. But until next time, we will see you in space! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.